You are listening to the Wisdom with Trish podcast. This is episode 51, Freezing Miracles. Welcome to Wisdom with Trish. I'm Trish. I'm your host. I'm a mom to six kids. I've been married to my sweetheart for 28 years, and I'm a life coach. But most of all, and why we're all here, is I spent 30 years chronic dieting. Yep, most of my life I've spent trying to be in a smaller body. And this podcast is about my journey to turning to God and trusting Him to not diet anymore. I found a path of health and a path of loving the space I take up in the world. And I'm here now to help other women do the same. So I'm so glad you're going to join me on the journey. All right, here we go. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everybody. I'm super excited to jump on and record today. I always feel like I'm spending some time with my friends. (laughs) I don't know why that feels like that, but it is. That's how I feel every time. So I wanted to talk a little bit first about my week last week. I had some tender mercies and I just wanted to share those with you. I thought about typing it out and putting it on my social media, but I don't know. For some reason, this feels more intimate than that. So you have to be in my listening circle to hear the story is what I kind of decided. So last week, well, Texas has been harp hit pretty hard. And you just have to know, like if you don't live in Texas, our state is just not designed for super cold weather. So to have below freezing temperatures, none of our homes or the way our homes are built or anything is designed for that type of weather. And so when it hit, it was, it's, it goes, it goes quite to crazy really fast. And so it kind of started out first. I don't know if you guys saw the horrible wreck, but the first thing that happened was temperatures dropped a little bit, just enough to create some ice on bridges, some black ice. And I mean, I hadn't even thought, oh, there's weather coming. That's how much there was, there wasn't like anticipation for weather when this all started. But I mean, something happened that it just hit just right. And we had a 100 car pileup happen on the freeway that my husband drives on every day to go to the restaurant. And it was, was like awful. And there was multiple videos of it on social media. And every time one car hit another car, it just horrible. I think 10 people died. Even I think it was like 40 people were taken to the hospital and they were pretty badly hurt. It just was horrible. And every person's nightmare, honestly. So I didn't know anyone in the wreck, but it doesn't matter. Your heart just aches for every family that was affected that day. So that kind of started it. I want to say that was Thursday. Don't quote me on that. (laughs) I didn't look it up before I started it. I'm just going by memory. And then the follow, so I think that was Thursday. And then the following Monday, 
we all woke up to no heat. Temperatures dropped and there was no heat. So um, we did good for a little while. We just, the house stayed warm enough. Um, not, I think we lost heat in the middle of the night. So the house is starting to get cooler and get starting to get cold. We have no power. So it also means that our cell phones don't work great. So we play games and do some things and, um, you know, we're just doing this and thinking this isn't going to last very long. Well, by three o'clock in the afternoon, we are cold. Like we are cold to the point where like, there's not really a way to be warm in the house anymore. And so basically we got in the car and went to a friend's house because they had heat still. So we hung out with friends for a while. And then while we were at our friend's house, um, so when Dell quit his job, I found this little job cleaning. This is before I had a podcast and I was a coach and all the things. But I just found this little job where I could go clean for an elderly gentleman. And they were paying pretty well. And I could just work six hours a week, clean his house twice a week, and pretty much pay for our groceries. And it just felt like this nice fit. I could still, I mean, in my mind, this is what I'm thinking, but I didn't know there would be a pandemic. But I'm thinking, oh, I can still attend the temple once a week. I can still do all the things that I want to do and make a little money over here. That just felt like really nice. I hadn't really decided that I was going to have a podcast or do coaching or I hadn't decided all that at that point. Honestly, it wasn't even on my radar yet. That hadn't come together. So anyway, that none of that matters. But what I want you to know is, so I start cleaning for this man. His name's Wells. And I start becoming his friend. Now remember, during the pandemic, he's hunkered down at home alone. Lives alone. He's 96. Lives alone. And he's awesome. He drives. He takes care of himself. I just go do the things he doesn't like to do, which is he doesn't like to clean up after himself when he, after he like makes dinner and things. And he doesn't like to load his dishwasher. He doesn't like to wash his clothes and clean his house. He does everything else though. So I just go to his house and get paid for what I do at my own house. So it's kind of a good deal. But during the pandemic, we become friends. I, you know, when I'm waiting on laundry, we visit. And so this person becomes my friend. So yes, I clean for him and I've never stopped doing that because I he's my friend now. So even though I'm coaching and I have a very, you know, I'm podcasting and doing all these other things, I've not let that go because I love it. This is a long story. Maybe this is going to turn into its own podcast. I don't know. Anyway, so we're at our friend's house and I, I start getting messages from Well's family because they he doesn't have any family here and they start texting me that we need to check, you know, have I heard from Wells? And I'm like, oh my goodness, I hadn't even thought of Wells. And and in my mind, this problem was kind of just happening in our neighborhood. And then we hadn't really been watching the news. And then I'm starting to learn, oh, this is like a huge problem. It's not just our neighborhood. And so we become very worried about him. And so my husband's awesome. His love language is definitely service. So he's like, I will go. I I will go check on Wells. And we were worried he didn't have flashlights. So he didn't have electricity. He didn't have flashlights. He didn't have blankets. He needed. We just needed to go check on him to make sure he had all that stuff. 
And so I'm so nervous because remember, it's getting dark. And in Texas, once it's not like everyone's no one, no roads are being plowed. That doesn't exist here. So when the sun goes down and there's any moisture on the ground, it just becomes straight ice. And we had had some snow. It had been snowing, which is like crazy too, because we don't get snow. So I was very nervous, but I thought, Dell, you have to go. So he leaves and he goes and drives to help him at least charge his cell phone. And we just didn't know quite yet what he needed. So he goes to the store to try to buy him batteries and some things he needed. And the Walmart was actually closed down. And they said, okay, but we do have somewhere for people to have shelter like there was a police officer there and he's telling my husband this and so my husband goes home and picks up wells and takes him to the shelter and they put him in a room and they give him what he needs and there's other seniors there too that were in the same boat so he's there and I really wanted to just bring him to us but remember we don't have heat yet we didn't even know what we were going to do that night we didn't know if we would stay at our friend's home which they probably would have let us, but we, we were thinking because our dog was home, we were just going to have to go home, get under covers and hope we'd be warm enough because the temperature was going to go below zero. So my husband takes him to the shelter and there's a reason I'm telling you all this, I promise. And then that night I come home and our heat came on and we didn't know. So like, oh my goodness. So we would have just brought him home but with us, but we didn't know that. So we were just happy he was somewhere warm and he would have a bed. Well, that night I could not sleep. I was so worried about him. I thought, how is he going to stand up? Because he uses a walker. I thought, how is he going to stand up if he needs to get up in the middle of the night? I bet if he, they have him on a cot, they're not going to like, because he's at some old courthouse or something. I'm thinking they're not going to help him. And he takes insulin. And I'm like, did Dell think to take his insulin? Like all of a sudden, I'm just thinking of all these things and I just can't sleep. So the next morning... I wake up and I tell Dell, I got to figure out what's going on with Wells. So I call him and he answers and he starts telling me how he had the most horrible night's sleep. And then he confirmed he was on a cot and he said he didn't sleep all night. And he's like, and they're telling me I'm going to have to stay here a few days. And I'm like, oh, no, no, <laughs> we have to go get him. Well, remember, at this point, our heat's now turned back off. We woke up to no heat. So I had started doing things like I have a gas range. And I hadn't really thought to use that the day before, but today I do. So I'm like, um, and now we're on a water boil as well. So now I start boiling water and I notice that it kind of warms the house up a little bit to just have those, big, you know, be cooking and doing things on this range. So I start warming up our house a little bit and I thought, you know, it's better for him to be here and cold and I can help him figure out how to be warm than to be there and miserable. So I thought, okay, I got to go get him. Dell had already left in hopes to open the restaurant that day which I didn't even want him to go because you just don't want to be on the roads because it's just a hot mess. But he went and so he wasn't home. So I thought it became Operation Go Get Wells. So, but I'm terrified. Like I just feel nervous to leave my kids home in the cold. I feel nervous to get on the roads and go get him. Like what if we get in an accident? And then I'm like with, you know, I'm trying to take care of him. And I just had all these thoughts. And this is the part I want to tell you that's super sweet. And I knew God was aware of us. So I get in the car. I'm almost shaking. I'm so nervous. Because I just don't want to drive in this. But I know I cannot leave Wells there. 
I get in the car. I plug my phone in because I, I need navigation with my, I needed my Apple Play because I needed my Apple CarPlay. I needed navigation to get to where he was because I'd never been there before. And when I did that, my Apple Music popped up. And I don't even remember downloading the song, but the hymn came on, How Firm a Foundation. And what you have to know is that was my dad's favorite hymn. And in that moment, I could hear my dad's voice in my head say, Trish, you're doing the right thing. It's going to be fine. And I'm going to be your wingman. And I literally knew I was going to be okay, that I could go get my friend. So I did. I drove and I went and picked him up and he was so eager to leave. He was just, I don't think that there was a comfortable place for him to sit there. I don't think that I, they fed him, but I think he just was terrified to have another night like he had. So he was so thrilled to see me. And anyway, we picked him up and we went to his apartment and got all the things that we thought he might need at our house. And he's been with us ever since. And his apartment still doesn't have water. So he's still with us. So I'm actually really enjoying him being at our home. And and it's been really good for my kids to like see that we take care of our friends. And anyways, and Wells has been so nice and said so many times, it's just shown so much gratitude. And I finally just said, Wells, if the tables were turned, you would do this for me. I said, we're friends. And anyway, he liked that. And it's just been this little tender mercy that God's given us this week. And to have him here and to um, just honestly be the way I don't know what he would be doing. So we're just I'm just so grateful that we had the means to take him in and that we had a bedroom on the main level that has a bathroom because he uses a walker. He's not able to go upstairs. So it just all worked out. So yes, he's here. And a miracle I haven't even mentioned is before I even got home, before I even got to the house with him, our heat came back on. And it stayed on for most of the day. And then it went off for a few hours that evening. And then it came back on and it stayed on. So even though we were still under a water boil and we were drinking our emergency water that tasted like plastic, <laughs> we were still able to be warm. And we were able to be warm when a lot of other people in Texas still did not have heat. So we definitely felt like that was a blessing. And then it's been wonderful. His kids that live all over, they check in and they, I communicate with them and they, um, they love their dad. And of course I had to kill them to not be here to be able to help him. And, you know, he's a 96 year old man who wants to do what he wants to do and he loves his life. So there's that part too. <laughs> but it's just been a week of tender mercies for sure. The other thing I wanted to share with you was the miracles we saw this week with my husband's restaurant. So what you need to know about restaurants is they're not designed to be closed. So when you see in New York, like restaurants not being allowed to be open, like that's not really feasible. Like it's not doable to be a restaurant and not be having people coming in because you still have your rent, your 
um, utilities, like everything costs money. And in the restaurant industry, their profit margins are so slim that everything kind of has to work perfectly. So a pandemic and restaurants don't really go together. (laughs) But we've seen miracles during the pandemic. We've been able to stay open where many of the restaurants around us have not. So here we are, survive our pandemic, and then snowmageddon in Texas happens. And we're just not able to be, we're not able to be open. And Dell would go to the restaurant and open, but it'd be crickets because people are trapped in their homes. And he never lost power at the restaurant, but he just couldn't, there was no, there was no reason to be open. And then when we finally could open, we had the problem of water. So you have to have electricity for your water to be um, purified and all the things that the water plants do. So our water plants stop having electricity and they can't do what they do to the water. And so then cities were put on water boils, water boil orders. So the city of Arlington, where our restaurant is, as soon as it's start time to like, maybe we can open, the city of Arlington says no restaurants are allowed to be open until the water boils over. So then it was even more days that we're waiting. So in this time frame, I'm asking our family members to pray for us. It's just not feasible to lose thousands and thousands of dollars of revenue being closed day after day after day. And I would even ask my husband, I would say, are we going to survive this? And my husband's the most non-worry kind of person. And he just said, I don't know. And I was like, oh, that is not the answer I was anticipating. (laughs) So I really, in that moment, I'm texting family. We need prayers. We need to be able to open. And then my sweet sister, she replies and says, Okay, I'm going to pray. And you have to know, God loves answering my prayers. And he always comes through for me. And I have to agree with that. She's had some pretty good miracles. She's like, so I'm going to put the order in that when you do open, you're going to have triple the business or triple the customers. Just something cute like that. And I was like, okay. So we're finally able to open Saturdays. Remember, we've been closed all week. And finally on Saturday, we can open. And you guys, I have to tell you, Saturday was our highest um, sales day at the restaurant that we've ever had. Like it broke records. Like it broke, usually our biggest day is Super Bowl um, Sunday. That's a big day. Everybody wants to order wings. And it broke that record. So we just very much felt God aware of us with that. And then we feel so relieved The next day, my husband goes to work, and he learns that when you're a restaurant, you get all of your meat and all your food from suppliers. It's not like you go to Walmart and buy your stuff. The suppliers bring you food. Well, our supplier let us know that there's no chicken, and there's no chicken to be found. Because remember, all of this storm backs up all of our resources of what is always coming in, right? So that's all you know, there's a there's a been a problem in, with the food chain at this point. And so we can't be open without chicken. 
that's just like not even a possibility. No one's coming to our restaurant because we sell the best salads, although we have good salads, but they want our salad because we put chicken on it. So they want our wraps because we put chicken in them. So no one's coming for just the lettuce. So this is a problem. And I did the same thing. I sent out messages to my family and I said, we need to pray that Dell can find chicken. And it was so interesting that day because um, it did not take long before Dell's texting me saying, because there's no chicken to be found anywhere at this point. So he's texting me and there was a restaurant supply store in Arlington and he just happened to be there at the right time when they happened to have him and he was able to get that and anyway just a miracle like it's a miracle we could even get that that so God is good God is really good so yes this became its own podcast and before I go I just want to share two things with you first I want to share the actual verse of how firm a foundation, the hymn, which verse came on the radio. So you guys, it wasn't just like it just started. It started at this, this verse on verse three. And it says, fear not, I am with thee. Oh, be not dismayed. Remember how dismayed I was? (laughs) I was terrified. So fear not, I am with thee. Oh, be not dismayed for I am thy God and will still give thee aid. I'll strengthen thee, help thee, and cause thee to stand, upheld by my righteous, upheld by my righteous, upheld by my righteous, omnipotent hand. I mean, come on, you guys. God is so good. Another scripture I thought about this week was when we go through hard things, one of the things The beautiful things that the Savior does is he yokes our burden. He helps carry them for us. And I don't know what challenge you're going through right now, but relying on him and giving it to him, he offers this to you as well. And this is the scripture. It says, and I will also ease the burdens which are put upon your shoulders that even you cannot feel them upon your bags. Isn't that beautiful? And the rest of it is, and this will I do that ye may stand as a witness for me hereafter, and that ye may know of a surety that I, the Lord God, do visit my people in their afflictions. So that's what I'm doing today. That's what I decided the podcast is. It's a witness, a witness that Christ is in our lives. And if you are overburdened, give it to him. He will help. He will totally help you. And he's, what's fascinating to me is that like at the restaurant, was it completely fixed? No. Did we still lose thousands of dollars last week? Yes. Has the, all of, have all the problems been solved? No. I'm not even asking my husband at this point because I literally just gave it to Jesus. I'm like, he's just going to have to fix this because none of this is in our control. But is he already creating miracles that increase our faith so we know that it's all going to be okay? Absolutely. That's exactly what he did. And then that's the whole the whole thing with Wells. Like the miracle could have been he just turned on the electricity in Wells' apartment so he wouldn't ever have to leave it. 
And even now, he could have water already, but he's letting us have an experience. This is something my family will never forget. And honestly, I love Will so much that I wanted to start inviting him to like family things and just because he doesn't have family here. And but there was never like a way for me to do that. Okay, now there's totally a way for me to do that. Now when I tell my kids and we're going to have Wells over, no one's going to think that anything of that. He could now be an honorary member of our family. And I am thrilled about that. My kids' grandfathers are passed away. And he can just step in for them a little bit. I don't know that he's he said he wants to do that, but that would be a wonderful thing to me. So all of this is just, God always knows better than we know. God always provides better than we know. And I just really think that someone today needed to hear that. That if you're struggling and you're overburdened, let him lift the burden so you don't even fill it upon your back. He's not going to take it away, but he's definitely definitely going to help make it so you don't feel it. How amazing is that? Oh, love it. All right, everybody. I had an awesome podcast plan that I was also going to <laughs> give, but that is going to be saved for another day. So we'll do that one next week. You'll love that one too. All right. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. A few things before you go. If you have found that you need help on your journey of taking amazing care of yourself and loving the space you take up in the world, please, I would love for you to come join us in my monthly membership coaching program called Breathe. Breathe is a place where like-minded women come together and help one another. I help you by coaching you and then I record that and then other women will watch while you are helped and then you watch other women when they're helped. And it's this community where women are helping women and it's so beautiful. There's a lot of other perks when you're a Breathe member. So you receive coaching, you get to watch other women be coached, and then you also get to have access to any course that I provide. So right now, there's two courses in the membership. One is how to eat plant-based in 30 days without dieting. So if you're at the very beginning of your journey, that will help you so much. Now, if you're a little bit further along in your journey, you will probably love my course that is on self-care. And it's a self-care course that you take over six weeks. And it's a way for you to come home to yourself and start figuring out what does love feel like for you? And this is a course that I usually offer just to a group coaching program, but now it's also offered in Breathe. Something else you'll have is you'll have this community of support. There'll be a private Facebook group that you can check in with. And remember, you're going to be seeing these other women be coached. So you will get to be 
honestly, they're best friends. It will be a wonderful community. And you know, sometimes when we eat plant-based and we try to leave diet culture, it's a little bit lonely. So that will be a wonderful support for you. The last thing, I provide weekly meal plans. I'm trying to think of everything I can to make this process of you loving you and you loving the space you take up in the world and you taking amazing care of yourself to have all the tools for that. And one tool to simplify your life is a weekly meal plan with a grocery list. And that will also be available in Breathe. And all of that will be available on an easy app so that you can access it on your phone and you can, um, it can be very user-friendly for you. So come join me in Breathe. You remember, nothing in your life has to change for everything to change. And that's the work we do in Breathe. Have you come up for air? Have you needed help to keep breathing? I got you. Come join us and breathe. Have you downloaded my free commitment planner? Okay, if you haven't, you totally need to. It's such an easy way for you to make and keep commitments to yourself and honor those commitments. Go to my Instagram account and in the links in bio, there is an option there to download that for free. Totally go get that. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. If you're feeling like you're missing episodes, it's probably because you're not subscribed. So whatever, wherever you listen, you just subscribe and then they will make sure that you don't miss an episode. Also, are you part of my free Facebook group? If you're not, you should be. Come on over, share recipes with us. And it's just a really diet culture free place to um, enjoy being online. And last of all, have you left me a review? Reviews is, are really important because that's how other people find the podcast is through a review. So how, wherever you listen, go ahead and leave me a review there so other people can get the help that they need through the podcast. All right, y'all are the best. Have the best day. See you next time.